Hey, welcome back to another episode of We Just Talking, man. It's Memorial Day. We all together again. We missed last week. We back this week. Isaiah Torian, how y'all doing? Fantastic. It's it's a great day. It's a good day to be alive. I'm just it really I'm is. just exci- I'm just excited. Just excited to be here. Talk with my brothers. Talk some sports. Talk some pop culture. And last but not least. To have a good day. Yeah, man. I, I feel like you're able to uh, like get up, get around. It's always a good day, man. It's all about perspective. You know, I I'm very bad about you know being uh, optimistic. I'm I'm very much a pessimist, so I'm trying to trying to change things. Um, yeah, man. Good day. It's been a good it's been a good week, man. You know, wife's happy, kids are healthy. Yeah, I'm doing good. Hey, good, good. And real quick for anybody listening today, we're recording this Sunday, May 28th. Wanted to say a quick rest in peace to the homie Harambe, the gorilla shot and killed seven years of tragedy because of some <laughs> badass little kid not knowing how to listen to his mama, bro. Wanted to climb in the enclosure, little bitch. That's it's. It still don't make no sense to me. I've never in my in the history of me existing have I ever been like, I'm gonna mess around near a, a gorilla enclosure and see what happens. Yeah, I was scared. And I, I I could look at them big ass forearms, them them Popeye forearms, them gorillas have, and be like, Nah, I don't want none Bro, of that. They rip people's faces off with just pure strength, just nothing, just strength. Why the fuck would I want to go in there? I've seen them throw shit at the glass, and it scares me. Like they're probably throwing at least low eighties. <laughs> I mean, mid eighties, low nineties, just pure velocity. Why would you want to get in there and fuck around with that thing? Why would you want to go see it? That kid was what, like four? No, three. no, 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 no. That kid was no, three, no, 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 no. He was older than that. He was like six, but, five or yeah. six, I think. Yeah, he's like the the age of my oldest. I'd have fucked oh. my son up. He said, "I fucked my son up." <laughs> just, just cause it's, you, we had to kill this motherfucker. Man, now, it's crazy too, cause I know that uh, I know gorillas. In theory, if you look at them, like they'll they'll fuck you up, but they're really yeah. not even about that action. Like they no. they don't they they just kind of keep to themselves and like they'll they'll mock charge you and stuff. Chimps, them is them things, bro. Chimps yeah, is the ones that are yeah. And they're, they're the ones that people, for some reason, love to keep around. Oh, I, I want a pet chimp. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a firm believer in you don't fucking try to make a wild animal a pet, dude. It's yeah. not a good idea. It's not. I didn't watch way too many way too many uh, animals gone wrong. But, yeah. fellas, we ain't had a chance to sit and chat in a while, man. What's been happening? What y'all want to talk about today? I told y'all it's going to be like a freestyle. Oh, my God. Jimmy G is hurt already. <laughs> I just got a text message. I promise you. Hey, that's a perfect way to start the segment. Hey, what's Jimmy about, G? What's his the injuries? Injury? I didn't see the injury yet, but hold on. It's Let probably me do some research. Knee. It's probably his knee again. Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I just, it just like my phone vibrated. I pulled it out of my pocket. I looked at it and it said, Jimmy G is hurt, dot, 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 already. <laughs> that's the thing, man. Too. I mean, how. What is you were in OTAs, bro? No contact. I don't know. No. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. 
it it says that he didn't pass his physical. Oh. So I don't know if he got re-injured, but he may just still be hurt. Oh. Is what I'm seeing on in the Twitter sphere. It's it's close enough. He's, he's well, who's uh, he's injury prone? Who's, who's their, their quarterback? Not yet. Yeah, well, not even backup. Like who's their I think, quarterback? I think Jared Stidham's there. Yeah, their Jared guy Stidham. Is hurt. Yep. Good, good, because Pittsburgh got them like week twelve or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a good a good talking point is uh, where's D Hop gonna go? He was just released, Ooh. so what? He had his list. He had he pulled the Aaron Rodgers and came out with his list of who he would want to <laughs> have throwing him the ball. And Aaron Rodgers was on that list, I believe. Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and uh, I'm missing one one other one. Did you say Patty? Yeah, yeah Pat yeah. Mahomes. God, but, dude, that would piss me off so fucking bad. I, I'm so I think, tired of that team getting good for like nothing, man. Yeah. I agree. And he's on them, the dollar, bro. Them Doctor Evil, them Doctor Evil uh, demands that people be dropping out. I, I, I would like to see him and the teams that I think should go for broke to get him: Minnesota, Green Bay, yeah. and I'm trying to think of one more. Honestly, the Chiefs. I know that it sucks for them to continue to get better, but they need him. They, they really do. Travis Kelsey is getting up there in age. They need somebody else, yeah. and it, it would make it easier for them. I, I honestly think, too, that how he described who he would want to throw him the ball was direct shade at Kyler Murray. It couldn't have been more direct other than saying Kyler Murray's a bitch and he's not a leader. He was like somebody that wants to be there, somebody that wants to work hard, somebody that wants to practice, somebody that wants to commit to the team to winning. And I was like, oh, that's not Kyler Murray at all. So I'm going to say everybody who – Seems to be everybody knows that Kyler Murray is shitty except for Kyler Murray. So yeah, he's, he's the Texas great quarterback then. But he's I, he's got one to two more years. He skated by because he had a lot of good talent around him in the beginning. And then I think what sealed their fate was they did a did they do a hard knocks in the season with the Cardinals last year, and D Hop he was like his second game coming back from suspension. And he walked off the sideline and said, "Hey, what, 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 what the fuck are you looking at? What do you see out there?" <laughs> and Kyler Murray was like, "Man, what? like you can tell he got really mad at him, but you can tell D Hop was asking him a legit question, like, "No, bro, like, I was yeah. open. Why did you like? Why did you try to force that ball?" And they couldn't even talk to each other. You, and you know who? Gotta... No, go ahead, my oh, boy. No, go ahead. Oh no, you're I... good. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know who K- K1's play style really reminds me of? Mm. A young Ben. A young Ben. Ooh. He's not very – he can't read defenses really well. So what he does is, is he just drops back, and he his first reaction is, I'm going to get out the pocket, and I'm going to try to extend plays and let people break off their routes. The mm. difference is, is Ben was 6'5", 250. 265 over the defense not even that he could see it was hard to bring his big ass down yeah k1 is 5'8 185 190 pounds soaking wet so he's just he's he's trying to play like the game style is still high school and college and he's just so much more talented than guys so he can always make a play and i don't think he has that that next play mentality of ah shit it's first and ten I don't need to force nothing. Let me just run out of bounds or throw this shit out of bounds. Yeah. 
which makes sense. But does he do that? No. No, yeah, he's trying to force he'll... it in triple coverage. Zach Hurts. Ever... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best play ever in their – almost in their franchise's history was, hey, fuck it, DeAndre's down there somewhere. Man. Was he was say... not open at all. No. DeAndre is – he has been a good receiver with any quarterback he's ever played with. So, like, yeah. I would say that, like, if DeAndre Hopkins has a bad stat line, I don't put that on him. Because even, like, when he was getting covered by, like, the best corners, he was still making plays on those guys. Anytime he played against fucking Jalen Ramsey, he may not have, like, scored a touchdown, but he always had, like, eight or nine catches. It was like, just low yards. It, it wasn't yeah. over 100. It was still, like, 70, 80 yards, like – it was still good. And, I mean, if you look at his stat line since he came back after week six, there wasn't a week that he didn't have at least six or seven catches and at least 60 yards receiving. And I know that yeah. sounds lowbrow compared to his numbers, but you also got to think that uh, Colt McCoy was throwing him the ball. Hey, easy. And- <laughs> easy on my guy, Colt. <laughs> and uh, their third-string quarterback, because Kurt McCoy, Colt McCoy got hurt. So, I mean, to me – if he's still putting up numbers with like, you know, the bottom of the barrel at QB, he's still a great talent, and he's only what? He's only thirty-one years old, I believe. I think he's thirty-one. Who is this? DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he's thirty-one. Yeah, which is wild to think he's been in the league for ten years. Ten years already. Yeah. Yeah. He really don't have that much wear and tear on his body either because. No. Hate to say it, he he for the past four or five years he's been getting hurt. Well, last year he didn't get hurt. I don't think. I think they shut him down, but he was suspended at the beginning part of the year for PEDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I it's, mean, then last year he came in and he played. He played good, but they just didn't have anything to push for. I mean, they were. What was their record when he came back? Like two and four, something like they, that. They were so, they were dog shit. Like yeah, they they're trash. Good. And you gotta honestly, if you look at it, they don't they don't really have a chance. Their division is really good. Mm-hmm. San Fran, <laughs> Geno Smith, <laughs> and them Seahawks, and uh, the what the, the I mean the Rams, Rams had a down year, back. but they did. Yeah, they just had a down year. You They'll can you can look. Yeah, you, that's what I was gonna say. Is you can kind of look at them and and say like, okay, well Matt Stafford should be coming back healthy. Cooper Cup will be back. They'll be better than the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Really, if you look at their roster from last year, you just say Kyler and D-Hop and maybe Zach Ertz. They're, they're yeah. one of those teams that I look at as someone who plays fantasy football, and I'm like, I don't want nobody on their fucking team. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe Zach Ertz because he's going to get targeted a lot. But Maybe James Conner because he scored No, shots. fuck that. <laughs> I don't see them moving the ball a lot. They, yeah. they may win. I think Vegas has their over-under at four games. Four and a half Oof. games. Oh my god! I'd take the under on that. He easy. said, "I'm taking the under." I ain't even Jesus looked at their schedule, and I would take the under. Damn! Damn! Yeah, I didn't, I didn't not looking good like for that. them, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ugly. With with the OTAs going on, is there anything that's really surprised y'all coming out of the OTAs? Anybody that y'all been paying attention to that's a little more caught by, been catching people by surprise or anything like that? As far as the rookies or. I don't think so. Nah, I'd I'd like to wait until probably closer to preseason before anyone kind of takes me by surprise. Right now is the the season where every all the coaches are 
oh, they're just speaking super highly of these guys and mm-hmm. every everything is going good and whatnot. In the preseason, that's whenever you actually have some adversity and then coaches are going to give you their honest opinions. Or if you see people not getting to play with the ones, then you understand they're not yeah. going to be a part of a part just, of it. But it's, it's a little too early right now. I just wanted to mention Stetson Benton. Stetson Benton. Benton. Bennett. 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 Spit it out, bud. Stetson Bennett looking like a fucking Best Buy manager in his uniform with the Rams. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize that motherfucker's like 26 years old. He was in college for like nine years. Somebody made the joke and was like, yeah, he was backing up Matt Stafford at Georgia a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, like all jokes aside, I think that dude got to camp. Like he first got to campus like 2016. Or yeah. some shit like that. Dude spent mm-hmm. like seven years in college. Yeah, he what he got a he got a red shirt injury and then he got the COVID yeah. red shirt or whatever. Yeah, he's he was there forever. He's old. Kenny Pickett is old because he got the COVID year, but Stetson Bennett is is for real old. older. Yeah, older. he's almost on Brandon Whedon, fucking Chris, Chris Winky type stuff. I ain't thought about Chris Winky for a while. And he come back when he was like 30 or some shit like that. <laughs> he got drafted when he, he was 28 years old. 28, yeah. He, Just he was like playing, Brandon Whedon. Yeah, Brandon Whedon, was, he was legit 30, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. I believe he went Close back to, to Stillwater. He was 26 yeah, when he got to years. Stillwater. So, yeah. Because yeah. he played – he played. I think he got up to double-A ball with the Yankees. I mean, this motherfucker had a house in Stillwater, like bought and paid for, with that Yankee money. It was like, fuck it, I wanna, I wanna play a little quarterback. I wanna come down here and slam some touchdowns to Justin Blackman. My high school science teacher went to high school with Brandon Weed. That's how old that motherfucker was. In Stillwater, full on married, had a dog, living the American dream. It was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go sling some touchdowns to Des, Justin. Man, that is crazy. It, I don't think it really registered whenever I was younger. I knew he was old. I just didn't know. He was I think because my body's – yeah, I, I think because my body now I'm older. I'm like, nah, y'all couldn't pull me out of retirement at 28. Speaking of old, who's the oldest athlete that you guys remember that was actually still impressive or you're like, god damn, I didn't realize he was that old. I think for our generation it's, it's got to be like Tom Brady. Yeah, that like Playing. Tim Duncan or something. Yeah. Tim Duncan Tom played at a high LeBron. level till he left. Yeah, yeah. Tom. Yeah, Tim, yeah, Bron LeBron. too. But it's hard to even, it's hard to even mention that stuff because Tom and LeBron have made it to where, it's just, ah, they've they've just outdone a lot of stuff. And I I do I understand older people's arguments because I have the same argument. Not so much for Tom, but they did they did change a lot of the rules being changed help them extend Helped their him. playing career yeah. uh, both honestly because they they do have wear and tear on their body but it's a lot different from when you look at tom his third fourth year when he has that run against buffalo and gets his helmet knocked the fuck off yeah. and everybody was like oh god that that shit can't happen no more so he was able to and he spoke about it in a podcast before last season where he said it's that the rules have helped him and uh, he yeah. said it, it's easier now for quarterbacks to be great because Back in the day, when you would throw a seam route, you had to throw it perfect because if you didn't, your top receiver is going to get knocked the fuck out. 
and then you're throwing to Joe Smoes, and now they can't get knocked out. So you can make yeah. a bad throw over the middle and not lose your best receiver for two weeks. So sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say because you got prime example of that. Jesus Christ, that yeah. Guy. I was, he had like yeah, 28 but, concussions in his career. Well, I mean, RIP to Austin Collie's senses, but that was my guy, and he was getting he oh, was getting yeah. cr- cranked out of there. For real. Peyton, Peyton and fucked up. Yeah, Peyton and Andrew Luck had him just uh they had him seeing tars. Uh, but nah, <laughs> T y'all's safety, I um he be he yeah, he brings that shit. He's he yeah, Derwin, Derwin James yeah. poppy, bro. Yeah, you like, come across real. the middle with him, he don't care. He'll take a fifteen yarder and he'll just do pick up was, Kelsey and body slam his yeah. ass. Derwin yeah. went to Florida State, didn't he? Yes. No, bro, them, I thought, yeah, I thought he's he a he's LSU. a Florida State. No, nah, he's a Florida yeah. State guy. Them Florida have have you noticed how many DBs in our it's like our lifetime went to Florida State and they all have that like Jalen is not I mean, I am finna lie. The sassy uh, Jalen Ramsey might be the second best corner of all time. Of all time, yeah. you, you <laughs> oh, see, you what, see happened. what happened? Jackson, I Jacksonville, mean, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that dude is. He said, yeah, he's "Spicy something. as fuck." Yes, spicy yes, as fuck. yeah. He was, you he was me? him, but but now nah, Derwin James is that dude. He, I watched him hit somebody last year. I think it was on Thursday Night Football, and I watched him hit. I don't remember who it was or what, and I was like, oh. Ooh. Well, the Kelsey body slam for sure. I forget who he hit. You talking about the game he got ejected? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was, I was mad because in I'll watch games and not care, but I, when I seen him hit homie, I was like, no, nah, come on, bro, just give him that fifteen yarder and let's go. Because yeah, <laughs> that wasn't malicious at all. He did lower his helmet right into the the bottom of his face mask. No, nah, that was clean, ref. I, I hate somebody. Oh, oh no! That one where he hit, dude. He he put shoulder pads. Yeah, he put shoulder pads uh, into his chest, man. It just, I don't. I think it was the optics of it, really. Like yeah. they're, it's it, all the game. I understand, like they're trying to crack down on like injuries and stuff, but dude, it's like not even. No, they're not the same game. Like it's it's really not. Like dude, it's not. You can't take the physicality out of football. Like you, you can't do that. Because then, it's... guys are going to assume that they can make a play and not have to worry about getting hit. But the first time some dude's like, fuck this, dude, I'm hitting this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then the guy who thinks, like, the other guy, the guy on the other side of the field is going to be easy on him. It's not It's not going to work that way. And that guy is going to end up getting hurt. So, yep. I mean, there should be, like, a disclaimer. They should make him sign waivers. <laughs> like, hey. No, no, bro, they're, no, they're not protecting shit. Y'all saw what happened to my quarterback. Y'all saw Good what man. happened to that's his okay. own. Learn how to fall. Exactly. That's why he's yeah. taking jujitsu. You, you better learn how to fall, buddy. Like slide. That's why he's taking jujitsu now, guys? Okay. You see, like you see, like those those savvy vets, dude. Like Aaron Rodgers, he knows he's about to get his bell rung. He just falls. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, Peyton. I'm not. I'm not five, trying to make a fucking play, five. dude. I'm, I'm falling down, dude. You I'll remember like it. the last five years of Peyton's career? He said, "Fuck it, no, nobody's touching me." Oh I'll yeah, down Peyton me. was Peyton was sliding on the fourth step of a seven step drop back. He he was like, "Nah." You, <laughs> he he remember, saw the pressure. He was like, "Nope." <laughs> y'all remember when we were younger and when Michael Strahan broke the single season record when Brett Favre mm-hmm. kind of slid? Yeah. Now, yeah. Looking back on it, I mean, I think Brett went out like a bitch, but Michael Strahan was a big dude. And I he, yeah, he was um he was free released. Yeah, he was yeah. free released. So yeah, <laughs> I'd have slid too, Brett. If you're listening, bro, 
I know you'd be taking money from uh, from people and trying yeah. to build a, a softball complex or whatever, but I just slid too. School. Yeah, I just slid too, buddy. <laughs> no, nah, that yeah, was I... man. What is? I mean, can you imagine? How tall is Strahan? Like six four? He's like six six, but he's six, a big yeah. dude. Yeah, in mid nineties, Strahan, bigger than shit. Just no, nah. no. Nah, I don't think anybody should be taking any hits from him. I get it, man. Like, you don't see those guys anymore, like, really playing, like, hero ball, dude. The last guy I saw play hero football at quarterback was Cam Newton, and where is he? Yeah. Like, he's know, better. I mean, he's better than some of the quarterbacks, okay? He'll sit I would, behind a couple. I wouldn't argue that. I, I would agree with that. But, like, my thinking is, too, is, like, man, you got hurt a lot. A lot. <laughs> you know, trying to, trying to make plays, and I'm sure – that your teammates appreciated it, but clearly Carolina did. So <laughs> Here, here's the here's the determining factor for Carolina. Can y'all name four receivers that played on those Cam Newton teams that went to the playoffs? Steve Smith that went to the, play, to, that went to the playoffs or the ones that went to the Super Bowl. The one you, either. Uh, Ted uh, Ginn. Yeah, Ted Ginn was one of them. Steve okay. Smith. Uh, what was that fucking wide receiver, Devin Funches? Yeah, Devin Fun. Yeah, F- Devin Funches and Kelvin Benjamin. And, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What my name? G. Reg. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Greg Olson. Yeah. He had, dude. He had some guys. Yeah. Like, they, he. It was just they were. He didn't have a Cincinnati Bengals receiving core. Right. Steve Smith yeah. was old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg Devin Olson Funches. was old. Funches always hurt. Benjamin always hurt. And, and they got fat. Yeah. So, you know, nobody stayed in shape. I last mean, time well, I saw, like, hurt or heard anything about Kelvin Benjamin was, like, three or four years ago, and he, like, moved to tight end. Mm-hmm. He and, went through preseason, and they cut his ass. Yeah. And that's sad because that's the national champion wide receiver. He's a good ball player, too. I mean, you know. Eddie Lacy, all them, they just, they're really Same good fact. and talented people. They just can't stay in shape. Yeah, it, but my thing, like my thinking is though, dude, like if you're if you make it to that level, right, and you're making millions of dollars to play a game that you love, and that is the caveat to you making money, like, hey, I need you to stay in shape. That should not be like, dude. They have a hard people thing to- who will go and live with you and make your yeah. food for you. Yeah, it's not like you gotta like measure your shit out yourself, like. They have people, they have staffers who will come and take care of that shit. A lot of the teams have team nutritionists who will cook for you, like you said, and and pay attention to what you need. They'll run like a scan of your BMI and they will make sure that you eat the right way. It's but again, I know I know that some of them people don't pay attention to how they should live. Like, oh, I'm about to make a bunch of money. I need to take care of myself. I need to do this and I need to do that. But we have people in the world that are just shitty just to be shitty anyways. And some of them are talented. And that's what happens. They get to the next level and they just don't. They just they get one big ass check and they think, well, shit, I didn't made it. Yeah, I don't have to do nothing. And once like I'm going to keep getting these checks. Four years later, you look at them. uh, Delonte West, they're living on the side of the road in Dallas. Oh my God! Yeah, that's he's still there. Yeah. Nah, no. Nah, I I thought Mark Cuban kind of took him under. Well, his no, name. that uh, that was about a year or two ago. Somebody I just saw it on Twitter where this lady said that she saw Delonte West dancing outside of her Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. 
That sucks, dude. And it's super greasy because now LeBron has to look at it and be like, bro, he piped my mom. God damn. And, you know, whenever he – because Delonte tried out for the big three thing, and I I thought that he was going to get on, but something else what's, happened. What's crazy is that fool can probably still hoop. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He's a hooper. It's just people also have to understand no matter how talented you are at whatever you do, sports, entertainment, whatever, if you have bad optics, yeah, you're not going to be – they're going to kick you out. It's the John Morant thing. Do I do I mind him having a gun? Absolutely not. I have multiple guns. I'm gonna go buy another gun probably in a week or two, but I'm not gonna have it on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and stuff. And it's bad Mar- optics. Marlon, please. You know most people who are really about that action when they have guns, you'll never know they have it on them. Yeah. I want Marlon. I don't. I'm not gonna. To I'm not gonna lives. give you like the element of surprise, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like. If like Which, if you're carrying, especially here, because like it's a constitutional carry state, dude, I carry concealed because the same. last thing I want to do is walk around with a gun on my hip and tell everyone around <laughs> me like, "Hey, I got this." Yeah, why? Don't talk so, to me I'm why? Because I'll definitely get shot first. Like yeah. if that's the case, they gotta well, neutralize it, me. It just draws more attention to it, and for him, <laughs> he's young, he's stupid, he hears like, "Why be?" He's he's in it and whatnot, and he just I don't I to me again I ain't grow up like well actually nah he he wasn't in in the hood like that so it, it definitely don't make sense but I it, it's never appealed to me I, I mean I've I've had been around guns my entire life and it's just I've never thought and in in my head just working at, at a, a like at a job I would be terrified that if I was flashing or anything that my employer would see it and then i log on on monday and they would be like hey player we need to talk to you yeah. and so i i don't understand it i and i've never been like that i know a lot of people can say oh he's a 23 year old and i'm like i've been 23 before yeah. and even yeah. then i still had the same thought of bro you're not gonna catch me with this stuff on on camera and whatnot you might catch me drunk as hell on camera, but you're not catching me with a gun. Uh, I want Marlon get on IG live with the pistol. Go bang bang. We in your city. Bang, there's, bang. A par- there's a parade inside my city. Yeah. yeah. You gotta listen does- to NBA Young Boy in the background too. Nah. Account. I listen to uh to the Skip Bayless one. There's a parade inside my city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Skip is. As well, but anyways, hey fellas, what what else what else has been going on? Uh, Ooh, Kwame Kwame Brown, let's talk about oh, Kwame Brown. Kwame and Shannon, shit, yeah. Look, I'm not what gonna take no side. I'm not gonna take no sides on this, right? Because I do believe agree with what Shannon said. Kwame is a bust. He's on the Mount Rushmore of bust. Yes. I also agree with Kwame because what he said was. Anytime anybody says anything negative about LeBron, y'all motherfuckers got to come out and act blah, blah, blah. And they do. He All he said was is, you got to get a better shot at the end of the game, blah, blah, blah. LeBron fans, y'all said that Jordan got swept multiple times. Now your king has been swept. What do y'all have to say, blah, blah. And then Shannon Sharp just comes out. Well, you was a number one draft pick. And blah, 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 blah. it's like, yeah. But yeah, you, like, what's that got to do with that? anything? Yeah. yeah. Well, even then, like, like Shannon, you didn't even play basketball. You're telling him that his opinion doesn't matter. You didn't even play basketball, but your opinion now somehow matters. Bro, fuck out of here, you horse bronco looking motherfucker. 
He just, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I feel like Shannon Sharp is like turning into, I think it's like almost like a tie at this point between which fucking sports pundit do I dislike the most between him and Stephen A. <laughs> because they're like, they're like spectacle, dude. It's like annoying. Like, the way they like shit on like other players is just ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's. But I would also I would also say too like, if if Michael Jordan did get swept, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the next best player on any of those teams? There's one. There's one LeBron James sweep, to me, that, like in playoffs that I could be like, okay, I kind yeah, of this shit don't count. That. Yeah, the Spurs, yeah. Won- and that was the NBA Finals when the Spurs <laughs> clapped them the fuck up in four <laughs> games. And LeBron had nobody on that fucking team. Next best player was what? Larry Hughes? Either like, Larry Hughes. Ilgowskis. Z- like who? Gooden. Yeah. <laughs> Zadru, who gives a fuck, right? Like, it wasn't. Ira Newble. Wasn't Booby anything. Gibson? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so who, was the, who, was, who, was the, who was the next best player on those Jordan teams that got swept? <sighs> Um, you talking about you talking about mid '80s Chicago when it was him essentially by himself. Bill Cartwright was like maybe. the next best player. Like and he was Hodges, old. Craig Hodges, um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, Bill Cartwright was old as fuck too. And I think one of the sweeps that Jordan got was to that '83 or not '83, but that uh, Celtics team that was the oh. shit. With four oh, Hall the, of the Famers. 11, 11 deep Celtic <laughs> squad with Larry Bird. Okay. Yeah. The five Hall of Famers on the team? Yeah. Celtics? <laughs> and, I mean, that fucking five Hall of Famers in the starting goddamn lineup? Yeah. yeah it's, okay. It's and two on the bench. Yeah, I just great. love how like people try to fucking. They try to compare the legacies to one another, dude. There's one thing in playoff basketball, especially NBA Finals basketball, when it comes to Michael Jordan. Like Jordan it's synonymous with winning. That dude, when he went to the finals, he fucking cleaned up and won. That's it. Dude would probably have eight rings if he wouldn't have walked away from basketball for a couple of years. So, well, there was only one season after nineteen, what one season after nineteen ninety, that he actually lost in a playoff series. Yeah, to Shaq and Penny. Yeah, and then he and cleaned whatever. everybody else the fuck up. Yeah, and then the year after, yeah, he never lost in the playoffs again. Until he it's, retired in '98, the crazy the crazy thing is too is like you were saying earlier to like Shannon Sharp and and Stephen A. Really, a bunch of this all all of the sports media people, the lead the lead guys. So like Skip Shannon, Stephen A., uh, Nick Wright, Colin Cowherd, they just create headlines from that particular moment and they just run it so that they can piss people off. Or whatever, just to get views. Everything is a view. They don't. You remember when we were younger and you could watch ESPN and it was just a, here's the game, here's the highlights, and these are some of the talking points or some of the interviews and stuff. And then oh, they yes. just moved on. Now they're just trying to constantly compare everything, and it's you can't compare. Dude, the sports any of that anchor shit. wants to be as popular as the fucking player. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like man. Yeah, you guys, you guys don't even dribble the ball, dude. Shut up. Yeah. When uh, JJ Reddick said that, I think on Monday or Tuesday last week, to Steve, he was like, "You didn't even play. You played one year at like a, a HBCU, and you got hurt, and that was it." 
fucking so you, NAIA you ball, dude. Yeah, yeah. He averaged one point four points a game, though. It's like hey. no better than fucking Lavar Ball, but once exactly. Shit. Exactly. Only difference was Lavar actually played D one, so yeah, he might. You might be able to say that he he could be able to talk more because. Yeah, he actually I, played at the highest level. I you know. J, JJ Reddick also called out Stephen A about talking about the same shit and not not elevating new superstars to carry sports as far as the sports media. So right now, there's a chance to talk about Jamal Murray and Jokic. There's a chance to talk about what happened, what's happening with Miami and Boston with uh, with Jimmy buckets and. Um, fuck, I forgot. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, like all those dudes. There's, yeah. it is time to talk about them and give them their flowers. And they're steady talking about will LeBron James walk away from basketball, or will Anthony Davis come back and be in shape next year? And and it's like, why why are we talking about LeBron? Like he he's gone. He's he lost. There's fuck no out of here. Playoffs, exactly. It's it's that's that's what the media, the sports media, does to try to stay relevant and it's it's stupid to me because again when we were younger we talked about who was winning it didn't matter if you were if you put up 40 or whatever because gilbert arenas did that a lot and but yeah. he was never winning so no. nobody cares about gilbert arenas because he wasn't a winner exactly. now the now you can get... talk about lebron james just got swept out right. fucking playoffs right and I'm a Lakers fan, and I don't even care. I'm I'm more interested in in hearing about Jamal Murray coming back from injury, Jokic coming from uh, overseas to play, um, KCP having his revenge tour uh, with the Lakers and getting them the fuck up out of there. And then now what's happening with Boston and Miami? But again, if you look at Stephen A. Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, or whatever, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers in football. They're talking about. Uh, LeBron, they're talking about all these other headlines, and I, for me personally, I could care less. It's the same reason that I don't watch WWE no more, bro. It's just not for me. They, I just, I just watch the classics now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can watch occasional matches. Like they had a, there was a pay per view yesterday, Night of Champions, and I watched the very first match, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Really good match. Everything after that until the main event, trash. Yeah, you gotta ask. Yeah, you gotta ask. Why is that on the undercard? Those are two of the most talented wrestlers. But instead, you know, the face of the company is the dude that has three moves. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I, I I get it. Like I I like Roman just because his character play and, and all that stuff. Now he does only have like three or four moves, but he he plays it well. Everything like the reason that they do this now, and it started about five, ten years ago. They try to have one of the top matches go first, so they bring everybody in. And then they try to hold you until the main event. But it, this yeah. shit don't work. It, could you imagine going to a UFC card? Could you imagine UFC 291, I think, or yeah. whatever, that has like Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje? Could Bro, you imagine that card starting? Stacked. Yeah, we, we, we'll hop in that real quick. But can yeah. you could you imagine Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje starting that card and then having the rest of the card be a bunch of people that nobody cares, that aren't doing anything out of shape and stuff until you can get to like a main event of – shit, I don't even remember who else is on that card, but I know there's some bangers on that card. But whoever's in the main the best event. Card of the yeah. Yeah. I would say it, it's it like one of those things, like it's probably for the best that, uh, you know, that they like Endeavor bought – the WWE so they can fucking fix it because if you like I will say this about the UFC even though I think Dana White 
plays favorites, and he he kind of greases the path to certain people. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I do know that that motherfucker knows how to build a fight card. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's, he build, let's and he it. builds and he builds them well, dude. There's never been like a like a like a UFC event that you watch and you're like, dude, this is dog shit. Every single yeah. one that you see, like, maybe not the fight nights, but the actual cards, you know. You see those, and you're like, fuck, dude, there's some bangers on this. <laughs> perspective, okay? This is how it starts. Michael Chiesa, Kevin Holland, Derek Lewis, Marcos Rosera de Lima, Stephen Thompson, Stephen Wonder Boy, versus Mich- Michelle Pereira, the dude that does backflips and shit in the ring. Wonder Paulo Acosta. <laughs> Paulo Acosta, Ikram, Alex Karov. Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green, Jan Blahovic, <laughs> Jan Blahovic, Alex Perea, and then Poirier Gaethje is how the yeah. night ends. Yeah, that top to bottom, bro. That's every one single of the one of them cards. fights. I'm trying to see that. Man, yeah, they're about to beat the shit out of each other. That, yeah, that's I'm a trying really to see good card. Get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, you and, and you want to know what else? Happen. You want to know what else? Like Dana is trying to do as well at the end of the year. He's yeah. trying to have it to where one card has. John Jones main event. So John Jones versus Stipe and around mm-hmm. October and November. And then the next month, Connor versus Michael Chandler to main event. Oh, oh, back to backers like that? Yeah. 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 That's be... like you said, he's Ooh. a Dana White is a fuck. He's an he's a cocksucker and he plays favorites and he does shit like that. But yeah, motherfucker can build. He I, I think he he does play favorites because he he loves the fight game, but at the end of the day, he's trying he to. He knows what sells. Yeah. And that's, I mean, he. you can look at uh, pay-per-view buys, and he looks at a champion. If, for instance, if you look at the Tyron Woodley situation, Tyron Woodley at the time was one of the best welterweights of all time. Dana White hated him because any Tyron <laughs> Woodley-led pay-per-view didn't sell. So he was like, shit, how the fuck do I get somebody so he was just throwing these dogs at him oh shit let's throw darren till at him darren till will sell pay-per-views tyron was like i'm gonna choke you to fuck out and then he was just throwing people at him they were getting knocked out and then finally he ran into kamaru usman and then that's mm-hmm. uh, essentially that to me is what he's doing with aljo he's like man aljo's not really selling these cards i don't like him blah 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 you just fought like a month ago we're gonna put you right back in mm-hmm. in and if you say that you're you're hurt or anything like that where i'm gonna cuss cuss you out and say you're a pussy meanwhile um uh fucking sugar sean hasn't fought since october yeah dude i'm here to tell you right now dude i don't think i don't think sean o'malley could beat him dude i really don't i i I want to believe that but i didn't think that sean could fight with peter yan peter yan and he he i mean i don't think he he won that but 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 peter yan's he's a lot smaller yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, like well, Aljamain no, Sterling no, no, walks talking, around about what 160 or not shit. He's, no, he's higher than that. He's like he walks around like 180, 190. No, he's like, that, no, he's like 205. <laughs> yeah, that dude sucks weight for real, dude. To yeah, get bro. down to that weight, and I'm here to tell you right now, dude. Like Sean O'Malley, in order to win that fight, right, he's gonna have to keep it on the feet, and he's gonna have to keep his distance because if Aljamain Sterling closes the distance and wrestles him, gets he gets his fucked. back, like. And gets his back. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, he gets his back. He's over. fucked, dude. I think if he grabs him, it's over because he's just yeah. gonna he's just gonna maul him. He's I rewatched the the Cejudo fight, and 
the thing that gets Aljo in trouble, but for some reason he still ends up outpointing people, is he shoots so much. And I think in the middle of the fourth round, he was three for 16 on his takedowns. Yeah. In the Yan fight, the what was he, one. Marlon? Yeah, the, the second, second Yan fight, he was like four of 32. Yeah. And what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I still I don't think he won that second Yan fight either. I think Yan no. got him, but it was really, really close. And the only reason that I could give it to him is because there were points where he got his back and whatnot. And but, he was in the dominant position. He was controlling yeah, that, the Yes, the fight. correct. Those were those were that fight to me was a it could go to either one and whoever won, I I was like, I can't even be mad at. The mm-hmm. the Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley fight, I was hot. I was like, there's no yeah. way. I said yeah. they and they were like, he well, Sean O'Malley did more damage. I said, yeah, he did, but he did not control majority of that fight. And then for no. every big punch that Sean landed, Peter landed too. So yeah. and Peter had takedowns, Sean had no takedowns, Peter connected more. It 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 didn't make sense to me other than the judges were like, Well, this is Dana's guy. We're giving you the nod. And yeah. when you seen go Sean, ahead and give him a push. Yeah, when you seen Sean's face after he knew he didn't win that fucking fight. But no. Like like you said, T, he has an advantage over Aljo in a stand up. He's he I don't he he will be longer. He's not gonna be bigger. He he's yeah. gonna be longer. If yeah. he can keep Aljo on his feet, he will make Aljo get comfortable or did like Aljo won't be comfortable and he will start diving at legs. That is his yes. best bet. Aljo's best bet is doing doing to him what he did to Corey Sandhagen. Yeah. You're gonna throw some bullshit because you can't you can't help yourself. You're gonna throw one of those bullshit kicks. I'm gonna catch it. And once I catch it, you're not fucking going nowhere. And if you try to get up with me like you got up with Peter Yawn and you give up your back, this fight's gonna be over quick. Yeah. that's that's the biggest difference like like with the the russian style guys they'll take you down and they're taking you down to lean on you so they can wear your arms out and stuff so you gas and they just beat the fuck out of you aljo if you give him your back he's gonna backpack you and yeah. he's he's gonna do the same thing because he will be on your back and if you give him any kind of submission he's gonna submit you so no yeah. it's and he'll be he's he's gotten better he'll beat the fuck out of you before he submits you too he was beaten. I mean, I know homie had one arm, but I loved watching TJ Dillashaw get punished by Aljo. And <laughs> Aljo was punishing uh, Cejudo too. And that's an Olympic, that's an Olympic uh, level wrestler. Yeah. Olympic yeah. champion wrestler. I think with Cejudo, it had been so long since he fought, man. He just didn't want to, he just didn't want to make a mistake. I felt like he fought very conservatively. He didn't, he wanted to throw hands. You could tell he wanted to throw hands, but he was like, I'm tired of this motherfucker shooting on me. Like you could tell, it was getting annoying to him. Yeah, that's his fault, motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent But as I was watching that fight, you look at what Aljo started to do, and you're like, you get annoyed with it. You're like, bro, you're not landing these takedowns. You're just doing them to waste time. He doesn't want to make a mistake because he hadn't fought in like four years. You know, and it was just I saw I saw a funny thing where someone was like, Yeah, dude, but like, you know, Sean O'Malley, dude, he's getting he's getting good with his jujitsu. Yeah, my ass. Let 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 Aljo <laughs> tackle that motherfucker, dude. Let's and then we'll see. Yeah, but, he's <laughs> I, I will say Sean, compared to where he was on Dana White's contender series as far as his takedown defense and stuff, he is getting better at that. But yeah, yeah but that was almost ten years ago. I fucking well, hope you got better. Well, even then, there's no like in in what four years of his meteoric push or whatever, 
there's yeah. no way that you're going from a a blue belt or a brown belt to a black belt like Aljo is. And the only, I mean, honestly, I think there's only one person who's ever uh, ex- like went that high in jujitsu that fast, and that was BJ Penn. And BJ yeah. Penn went from in three years started jujitsu to winning the top world champion uh, Brazilian jujitsu competition back in the day and that's why they called yeah. him the prodigy because they were like that shit's never supposed to happen but yeah. again sean o'malley is dana he, he has a podcast everyone can look at him from the outside being a casual fan or not they look at him and say oh i know who that is that's sugar sean and dana wants to capitalize on that as a businessman it makes sense i get it but do i think that he deserves it no do i think that no. he's going to win i hope not do it does he have a chance fuck yeah he has a chance he, yeah, he's got, got some hands sense. Well, he's, yeah. he's, he showed me a lot of stuff in that, that yawn fight that I was like, because I remember texting y'all at, like before the fight was over. And I was like, hey, Sugar can fight. I, I mean, I'm glad he took this fight. He showed that he just belongs in the top five, but I don't I don't think he's he's better. And then they gave him the the the, the dub and I'm like, what? And that was his that was his own lone top like ranked win. And he goes mm-hmm. from. 14 to one and he yeah. hasn't fought since and aljo's fought twice since and dana's and gonna be his third fight and, and dana's talking th- shit to to aljo about being a bitch pretty much yeah. which makes no sense because you gotta think he wanted to fight yon again after he won the belt he left the belt in the ring like he's been showing that he wants to prove himself in the division like and honestly if Cheeto Vera doesn't lose to Sanhagen. Isn't it supposed to be Cheeto Vera fighting for that belt? Uh, no, they what they were thinking about doing is doing instead of Connor and Michael Chandler for the Ultimate Fighter, they were going to do mm-hmm. Cheeto and, and Sugar Sean on the Ultimate Fighter. They were going to fight whoever won was going to fight for the uh, the championship. But and so O'Malley that. skips that. He skips that, and that's what I'm saying. That's how that's how you understand that like he's really pushing for him. It's the same thing for Colby Covington, and I'm a Colby Covington fan. God damn it. But I know he does not deserve a fucking welterweight uh, championship fight other than he's going to sell, like, buys. That's the only reason. Is Colby a great fighter? Yes, he is. But we have to throw – Dana has to throw out this narrative of, if Kamara Usman wasn't around, then Colby would be a champion. Well, Leon Edwards – beat the fuck out of Kamaru Usman. He had luckily yeah. head kicked him and then he beat the hell out of him in the second fight. Colby Covington yeah. does not deserve he has not beat any ranked like top rank, top five, top ten guys in forever. And the only ones that he's fought was Kamaru Usman. So now you throw yeah. him in there throw him in there with Leon Edwards and you're pretty much saying good luck Leon because no. because he thinks that it's going to be a tougher fight for Leon than Kamaro because Colby is similar to Aljo and he's not going to sit there and, and trade with you. He's not no. going to let you. He's about to shoot 500 times and make you gas out and then he's yeah. just going to barely punch you a little bit and that's it. He's going to outpoint you and that's it. Yep, that's all he really that's how he that's how he fights. That's what he did against Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. He did not want to stay on his feet with him. Yeah. He, and he Jorge hasn't knocked somebody out in four years. He was like, "No, no, we're going around, buddy." And and he doesn't. the The difference too is is Colby doesn't. He doesn't threaten with submissions. He he will put his arm around like he's you. going for a check, but all he does is just grind your chin. Like yep. that's all. That's all he's doing. He's not doing anything to to threaten. He's just 
showing that he's controlling you. So he's out pointing you. I get it, whatever, but fuck him. He's a fuck. <laughs> no, well, not even him. Not even him. I get what he's doing. His shit is working. Dana, yeah. fuck Dana. Fuck Dana. Because <laughs> I, me personally, in the welterweight division, Leon Edwards should not have to fight anybody because to me, there's no proven uh, number one contender. Cool. Even though Bilal yeah. Muhammad beat uh, Gilbert Burns, Gilbert. Gilbert Burns had fought twice in a month or whatever, and his shoulder yeah. was blown out. And yeah. Bilal did not impress enough to, to do that. Bilal, it, it, what I wanted them to do was do maybe Bilal versus Colby and Hamzat versus Kamaru Usman. And uh, Speaking of Hamzat, he hadn't fought in almost a year either. Yeah, he hasn't fought since Kevin Holland when he rolled him up in like 28 seconds. Yeah, which was also like... That was just a weird situation going Kevin into Kevin Holland, he shouldn't have fucked it. That was like one of those weird deals too where it's like the Dana White treatment, dude, getting pushed, dude. If Kamzat's mm-hmm. that like much of a prospect, dude, he shouldn't be fucking fighting... He shouldn't be that. He shouldn't be that overweight. Yeah, eight pounds overweight, and they tell you to stop cutting, and then so couldn't make weight to fight a fucking tomato can, dude. It's like, man, yeah, I'm not feeling it, dog. But they basically had to move him up a weight division so they could keep him on the card. Didn't they do that? Like, no, they did catch weight. Yeah, catch weight. But even at that, wasn't he? Who was he actually scheduled to fight? Nate. Yeah, he was scheduled to fight Nate. It just fucked everything up, man. He was like, oh, well, let's figure some shit out. Wasn't it like a couple days before the fucking fight that they did that? Uh, Yeah, it was at the presser. And they got into it in the back, and then he didn't make weight. And then to to salvage a the card and not have to cancel it, he just they flopped it, and they went Tony Ferguson versus Nate in the main event and Kamzat versus uh, Kevin Holland. It was – either way, that wasn't a pay-per-view I was ever going to buy uh, because – I knew what Hamzat was going to do to Nate. I love Nate Diaz. I love him. Yeah. He's a cool. He's a cool dude, and whatever. Sometimes you can't understand him. That CTE is real, but yeah, he. I knew what Hamzat was going to do to Nate. He was going to roll him up and beat the fuck out of him, and it was it was Speak, a wrap. Speaking of Nate, oh god, uh, no, let's not do this. Let's not do this. <laughs> no, no, no. Did you see that front choke that he put on that guy? Oh yeah, that nice. that's that's why you don't fight a. a that's why you don't try to street fight somebody that fights in the in fucking UFC or what any was MMA. weird about that whole situation was somebody was like why did that guy walk up to him when he was like sticking his hands out like get away from me get away from me and oh, then they thought just it was put, sweet that's why <laughs> and they just put him in the choke laid him choke down him out, let him go yeah get your ass out of here yeah he yeah. knew he knew better by the way yeah, have I you mean, have you have you not hell not have you knocked them push-ups out what push-ups what you them push-ups because you made that bet at edna's with your brother uh lomo versus uh Devin haney Oh yeah, how could we forget about that? Isaiah? Yeah, go ahead and knock them push out. To, uh, no, push out no, 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 First no, off, those are any times. Those are any times. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's first right. Off, yeah, hold on to those. I'll collect those <laughs> later. Well, first off, first off, everybody knows that Lomo got robbed in that fight. No, the fuck he didn't. What? Okay, okay. He lost every fucking scorecard. What are you talking about? He got robbed, bro. He won easily two of those rounds. And then the you flip easily won two of those rounds, and then every other round you can put it as a toss up. So to me, he wins that fight. <laughs> I think it was a real toss. the the sixteen to, uh, the one sixteen to one twelve scorecard. I was really puzzled by that, but yeah, man. you fight yeah, twelve, I, I, bro. No, he got robbed. 
No, I just wanted to make sure you had you had that. But I mean, since we're 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 what, almost an hour in, let's go ahead and talk about it and and end with this. Ron DeSantis running for president. He finally came out on Twitter and did some 2023 type shit. And instead of doing a normal presidential rally, he decides to uh, he decides to run or announce it via some shit on Twitter, a queue where everyone can get in and you can kind of watch him virtually where the world is right oh, now. Yeah. And yeah, I knew he I, I figured for like the last year and a half that he was going to run. I know a lot of people wanted him to run as a VP with Trump. I just didn't, I never seen it because they both come off as not wanting to take a back seat. And I thought that if he wasn't going to run, then he would just stay in Florida and wait until 2028. But no, homie said, fuck that. I'm out of here. And he actually, I I watched it this morning. He actually took kind of little shots at Trump. And I, I, for one, am ready for the bloodshed of the Republican nominee four that that's about to start yeah because we're 2023 so the election is next year yeah they're about to start now i'm i'm ready yeah Yeah, i'm ready to watch this bloodshed because the amount of of quotes and memes and gifts that are about to come out of desantis and trump talking shit to each other is going to be monumental oh yeah i already know it's gonna be i I'm really surprised that he decided to run and then doing a Twitter spaces thing, kind of talking about it. I don't know. I think it's just going to be interesting because whoever whoever does end up coming out of the Republican Party, they need to just go ahead and win because Joe Biden's a geriatric. He can't even remember where he's at or what he's doing. So let's just get somebody that has at least somewhat of a semi-clear head to actually run. It'd be a lot better than what the fuck we got going on now. Fucking President Puddinghead, man. <laughs> Puddinghead? President Puddinghead. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I got two brothers, one older sister. <laughs> so I, if, if for nothing else, people can take this however they want to. I've been a fan of uh, DeSantis for like the last year or two, especially how he handled COVID and what he said about Trump. And it, I agree with. He said Trump kind of doubled down and started leading the campaign against Fauci. But he was the one who put Fauci in charge of it after they kind of uh, ex-nade Obama's uh, pandemic uh, cycle or whatever the fuck he had or his little cabinet of uh, pandemic handlers or whatever. He's the one who put Fauci in charge of it. So it's kind of on him, but he's 44. So 45, 46 by the time of the election, can we get away from fucking 78 to 80 year old people who, even if they're rich and successful, they're so far out of fucking touch that they don't even understand what anything that we do is. If, if, if you, if they say, if they have to be like, Hey, can c- come help me with the Netflix, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> get the fuck out. Hey, I need your help. Uh, I, I can't get my TV to work. Yeah. Hey, Hey, how did you hook up a VCR to this TV? Like, bro, get the fuck out of you my face! I've yeah. I, I've felt that way since forever too. Like, I'm I'm sick and tired. Like, obviously, we have a, a an 82 year old man in office right now, and Trump is 78 or 79. I can I look at it and be like, like, I spent less money under Trump. Hell yeah! Did I have benefits under Trump that I enjoyed? Hell yeah! He gave me them goddamn stimulus checks. But I also can look at it and say, those stimulus checks as they were getting printed. I knew what was going to happen afterwards because you're just yeah. basically printing free money multiple times for everyone. 
So yep. that shit's got to come back, and that's that's you know what I'm saying. But I'm ready, fellas. I'm ready for this bloodshed. Yeah, it's gonna get nasty. Twitter's gonna be a fun place to be. It's always a real fun place soon. To be. <laughs> yeah, real, real soon. It's always a fun place to be. That's the best, man. I, I get to see Uncle Ruckus videos and stuff. Oh yeah! Oh Somebody's... yeah! Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump get them white man back in there. That that nigga, Joe Biden, who ran with that monkey Obama. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You ain't too fat and ugly to get rich, motherfucker." <laughs> I'll just my He said, ah, "Good luck, Baboon Obama will be in here before too long." <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, fellas, uh, I'm I'm getting ready to head out and get get ready for some Memorial Day activities. Y'all got anything fun planned this week? And or Sunday, Monday? Yeah, dude, I don't think so, man. Just enjoy not being at work. I heard yeah. that, bro. Same. I got to go to the good old Lowe's tonight and slang a truck. But Ooh, I have um, a monologue real quick. Hold on. Oh. I hate shitty people, fellas. <laughs> I really do. When you I'll look at it, when, when you look at stuff and you say, what the fuck is wrong with you? When you when when someone is just so like so shitty and they do stuff so ass backwards that they put you in a horrible position or they put anyone in a horrible position and then they try to cast the blame to that person who did a good deed and it's their fault I can't stand that I also can't stand people who will stay at the same spot or like like the same level of their life and be like you know, I don't want to find someone that I can spend the rest of my life with. I don't want to grow old with people. I just kind of want to stick in by my bubble and sit here on Facebook and talk shit about people. Or or someone who watches their child fall into a pool and is too busy on social media to, oh, to grab their daughter. <laughs> Maybe I'm talking hypothetical, fellas. I don't know, but I'm just I'm I'm throwing a whole circle. I just That's shitty people are just not for me, bro. Piping hot take. Oh yeah, bro. All, all, all you need, all you need is drop some yeah. names. And well, I think hypothetically, I know some ain't shit bitches like that. So, man, yeah. it's <laughs> it's wild, bro. I I just can't. I just had to say that. Just people that are just terrible people and have no no want or desire to grow beyond what they are right now. Fuck them. Yeah, I think That's it's just. Yeah, it's just the comfort level of people that just choose to be like, oh, well, I'm all right. But yet you never change your actual ways, you know. That's the hardest thing for people to really adapt to. Especially if they come from a small area where they just they stick to the, they stick to what they know and not what they need to find out or they're just very limited by their own ignorance. Well, well, some people okay with me. Some people that are ignorant I'm fine with. Like if they're just st- if they just stick to themselves and they don't do anything catastrophic, they're not on Facebook fiending for attention. And then also say like, oh, don't bully me. Don't bully me. I'm blah, blah, blah. I've been bullied my entire life and blah, blah, blah. But then you catch them on somebody else's uh, status and they're talking shit about somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like 
we we have a former friend that was similar. He said that we used to always talk shit about him, but meanwhile he was the one talking cash money shit and uh, throwing up gang signs at at uh, circus. But uh, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> Martin, you coming for somebody today? You wanna, I'm coming you wanna for a lot of people. You can no, you can hear. I'm coming for a lot of people. I ain't even lie to you. I'm coming for a lot of people, but. But hey, man, it's Get been it fun as chest, always. Man. Nah, bro. Nah. Uh, but nah, it's been fun catching up with y'all, bro. Uh, I'm, I'll hit up the group later and, and check in and see what y'all doing tomorrow or whatever if something pops off. Uh, and then obviously we'll we'll ch- chat to these people next week. Y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people before we leave? Oh, man. Love, peace, and hair grease. I'll talk to y'all soon. Hell yeah. RIP Harambe one last time and Tina Turner. Oh, yeah, bro. I ain't finna lie to y'all. I thought she was gone a long time before. And yeah. When that news came out, I just I seen it. Wait, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Joe. All right, oh, peace. I'll let you later.